This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. What's going on? Welcome into The Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we're going to replay a portion of College Football Weekly. Give you guys some college football picks for this weekend. Now keep in mind, this show was recorded on Monday, so lines were fresh. And uh, also, I'm not going to give you every single pick from the podcast. If you guys want all of our college football picks, go listen to College Football Weekly on your favorite podcast player. But uh, here's just to taste some of the picks for college football coming up this weekend. Cal, the Golden Bears going at Arizona State. Cal right now a four-point road dog. Uh, totals at 48 points. Under, under, under. These are the two best Pac-12 defenses by far. Arizona State was able to manufacture some good points against USC early with a ton of time to prep. Now they're on a regular game week. I don't see Jaden Daniels, uh, the Arizona State quarterback, having much success against this Cal defense. Uh, Justin Wilcox, the head coach there at Cal, notoriously stingy defense the last two years. You know, One of the more underrated coaches in the country for sure. Um, I think the Cal offense, it'll be better this year and serviceable You know, with a more experienced Chase Garber as a quarterback. But I just think, you know, the Arizona State defense is awesome. We saw how good they looked early in that game until late against USC. USC's got way more firepower on offense than Cal ever will. And so, you know, I know the number is low. It's at 48. But I just think both these teams are going to duke it out. It's going to be really physical, run the ball. And I think this this game ends up being more like 2021 type game. I'm going under 48. I am going to take Arizona State here, minus the four. I think this is the most underrated team right now in the Pac-12. And I always hate taking a team that just surprised a lot of people. That's why, if you like Arizona State this game, you better be happy they came from ahead to lose to USC last week. Because if they beat USC, and everyone's talking about how good Arizona State is, this line's probably closer to six. So I think we're still getting a little bit of value here with Arizona State. Herm Edwards, you mentioned uh, Cal, what a great uh, job they're doing with their coaches. I think Herm Edwards may be like, the most underrated team or underrated coach in the entire country. Doing a like, great job. He's so good. Arizona State here minus four. It seems like a short number, so I I, I see some value. I, I see this going towards Arizona State throughout the week, but I mean I'll take him up to five and a half here. I like Arizona State a lot. Okay, still no bad board game. Let's see if we end up getting one here coming up. Uh, Penn State going at Nebraska. Penn State a three point road favorite right now. Totals at fifty six and a half. I bet either of these teams. Right is this now. the loser goes home game? Like, uh, you know, I feel like uh, both these coaches both winless right now. Maybe they should just agree before the game. Whoever loses, they just retire from their position. <laughs> uh, who's like who's on the hotter seat between James Franklin and Scott Frost right now? I, I probably Scott Frost because James Franklin actually has a couple things he can go to in his back pocket and say, I "Hey, guess. what about this year? What about this year?" Scott Frost has done absolutely but he's new there he's newer you know so that's why i feel like it almost might be equal there But he went with expectations it's like finally we've got a coach finally we got someone who can turn things around he can't win a game yep i think that yeah i mean both these teams are just very disappointed with their performances so far um i really think this game is about which team which coach can get their players to buy in this week um i think the penn state offense has been terrible with the new offensive coordinator kirk soraka who you know came in with really high expectations? Um, they just can't they can't run the ball. Sean Clifford has been really ineffective and and not accurate uh, throwing the ball. Um, but the Huskers' defense is a golden opportunity to get right. It's really bad. They're letting up a ton of yards to everyone. Uh, you know their secondary is terrible. I just think Penn State has you know way more talent here. And I don't want to pick either of these teams, but if I have to, I'm going to pick Penn State laying the three points here. Wow. Uh, let me. 
Let me bet board. I, I think we may have a bet board. Bet board. Here. And I've already lost once to Nebraska this year. But uh, let me get some. Let me pull some info up. Okay. Give me some holding. Okay, music you here. love taking Nebraska. That's what I know for sure. Yeah, if there's one absolutely. thing, some some hardcore Colorado fans like Smitty and Walgy love, it's rooting for Nebraska at home. Come on, three point home dog. Well, it's all about Luke McCaffrey. I'm going to see if they make the quarterback change. Oh, because right. he came in last week. Uh, Taylor Martinez looked horrible. Yep. Luke McCaffrey came in. I think he went like eight of ten, something like that. He did have a pick in the uh, end zone or in the red zone. But he didn't know he'd be playing at all. And it wasn't because of any issue, except it says here on uh, Athlon Sports, and uh, it's, it looks like it's from the perspective of Nebraska, Martinez looked confused, unsure of himself, threw, threw repeated off-target passes, and then Luke McCaffrey made his entrance. And, I mean, I'm telling you what, this offense looked completely different with McCaffrey in the game. He can run. Uh, what's the spread? Three. Three points, Penn State. So I'm getting Nebraska plus the three. Right. Currently, early money, 100% on Penn State according to pregame.com. So if you want to fade some of that early money. Uh, yes, we will take Nebraska plus Bad the three. board. Yes. Yes. There we go. I right. love it. Okay. So we've got Nebraska plus the three points. Luke McCaffrey, lead me to victory. And uh, I can't believe I'm taking Nebraska again this year. I love it. I love it. You lost on them once before. I'm hoping that they burn you again. We'll see. <laughs> uh, moving on, Alabama at LSU. This game opened up, I think, 21 points, and it's all the way up to 28. And the reason why is because LSU had, you know, this game is, it's in jeopardy. This game might not be played. LSU has had a lot of cov- uh, positive COVID tests from their players. <laughs> I'm not speaking very clearly here. Positive COVID Positive tests. COVID. <laughs> COVID-19. Um, and it's starters. Uh, Coach O came out and said, uh, it's a fluid situation. It's going to be really challenging with the guys that are out. We don't know who it is yet, but it sounds like, you know, if they're losing starters off a team that's already really struggling, you know, this Alabama, I really hope you were lucky and you got it. If you jumped in, you could have gotten Alabama minus 21 here. We don't know if this game's going to be played. By the way, the total is 74 and a half. Whoa. So a lot of points to, to be scored here. Uh, it's a giant number at 28. If this game gets played, I still like Alabama here minus 28. I'm going to take them. Yeah, you got to middle that, though. Like, that's such a perfect middle situation because you got explain it to right? explain to yeah i got it at 21 explain to the listeners who uh, who may not know what so middling is. It, so middling is where you ha- where you make a bet on both uh, teams it's after the line moves substantially though so you have a chance to hit the middle of it now the be- the great thing about middling is you only really risk the vig so if you bet my example is a thousand dollars uh for those who don't know you have to pay usually about a 10 percent uh, uh tax or a vig and so you pay 1100 for the chance to win 1000 Now, you collect 2100 right. You make back all the money that you initially bet. But what you can do if you middle a game is, like Will did, you take Alabama minus 21. The line goes all the way up to 28, maybe even more. Let's say it gets to 28 and a half. Right. Then you take the other side, LSU plus 28 and a half. So if Alabama wins in between anywhere between 21 and 28, Will wins his bet both ways. So you make $2,000. If Alabama covers a spread, you lose one bet, win the other. Essentially sacrificing a hundred bucks. But where does the and if LSU wins theirs, then you lose the bet, win the bet, and again sacrifice a hundred dollars. So yep. when you're middling, you're really only effectively having a risk of a hundred dollars to potentially win two grand. Right. And there but like there at that point there becomes no risk. The only risk is LSU winning, which we know at this point isn't gonna happen. Well, but even right? if LSU wins, they cover oh, yeah, the plus, plus uh, twenty eight. Yeah, right. So that so you don't so you can't lose more than a hundred bucks. In that example, if you're a hundred dollar better, 
you're risking $10 to win 200 Yep. Right? The 110 on one side, 110 on the other side. If it happens to middle, you now made $200. So that's what middling comes down to. And it's very effective, in, especially games like this, where you get a line moving seven points, eight points. That's that's incredible. So yep. that's a big middle opportunity, man. Okay, love it. Uh, you, you think Alabama covers the spread if it gets played, 28 points? Yeah, because the revenge LSU factor. You look, uh, reve- uh, LSU's been really good last couple of years. What they yep. win last year, 46-41 at yeah, Alabama. Joe Burrow. Yeah, so yeah. I don't like the revenge factor here for, uh, for LSU. But if they happen to be healthy, happy to play, you know, they're coming off the bye, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's a, that's, a, that's a big deal. It doesn't matter if both teams are coming off the bye, whatever. Ed Orgeron's going to have his team ready to play, whoever's out there. So, you know, I, I would lean Alabama, but there's so many uncertainties this game. I don't want to make it a bet board game or anything like that. But, yeah, I'll go uh, Crimson Tide here just for the fact of uh, I don't bet against Saban, and it's the revenge factor. Okay, love it. Stay in the, in the SEC. We got Arkansas Razorbacks going at Florida right now Razorbacks catching 17 and a half as a road dog pig suey baby I'm gonna let it roll I'm not gonna stop betting Arkansas until they until they lose you a fucking bet they're six and0 against the spread right now uh they're catching a, a big number I gave it out last week for the same reason it's just let it ride we're gonna keep going with the hogs until they lose and this is a nightmare spot for Florida. They're coming off a huge rivalry rivalry win where they lit up a Georgia defense that was one of the, maybe the best in the country, they were saying. They're in the driver's seat for the SEC East. They're overconfident, and they're primed for a letdown game here against an Arkansas team that is well-coached. They're playing uh, sound football. They're tough. Uh, they play great defense, and they believe they can win. They've done it. They should have beat Auburn. You know, These guys know they can play with some of the best teams in the SEC, I might even be sprinkling a little on the money line here for Arkansas. A 17-point favorite, what is that money line number going to be? Help me out here, Tyler. Oh, they, if they offer a money line, I mean, it, it's crazy to see. I, I bet FanDuel does. Let me look and see if I can pull it up. Yeah, yeah, pull it up because usually when I see spreads of 4, 5, that's like a minus 200. And by the way, minus 200 uh, implies a 66% win percentage, and that's like a five-point favorite. So, but if I'm picking, I'm, if I'm taking money line yeah, that's for Arkansas, point. I mean, it's got if they even offer it, which I don't know if a line that big they're going to offer it. It's got to be plus three thousand. I mean, what are we talking about? Well, for, three thousand. Yeah, that's thirty to one. Um, I mean, I'd say probably around there, it, it, something like that. I mean, that's so tough because once you get to those high of numbers, like the difference between minus one ten and minus one twenty, yeah, it's like one or two percent. One or two percent, because that's only ten cents, right? Minus one ten to minus one twenty. If you get up to like plus three thousand, another ten cent, another uh, uh, that that much of a percent would change it from like three thousand to like five thousand. So the numbers get hugely separated the higher you get. So it's tough to make a good estimation for a seventeen and a half point, point plus favorite. plus five forty Arkansas on the money line. That's so not worth it. Yeah, that's not that worth is, it at all they, for they're, a seventeen they're point chopping dog. It down to minute. What is the favorite? What are you paying the favorite for the same one? Uh, minus eight fifty. Yeah, plus five forty, minus eight fifty. That's a huge straddle. They're screwing you over there. Yeah. I mean, so maybe I won't sprinkle on the money line no. there because the value is not enough. But I love Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. I I just think this is a great spot. Uh, it opened up sixteen, by the way, or sixteen and a half. It's now up to seventeen and a half. The more points I can get on Arkansas here, I just love it. They continue to surprise people, and I think this is a letdown spot for Florida. Mm. You know, maybe Florida wins. Uh, you know, it's very likely they win. Obviously, I just think. The hogs are going to cover here. Oh boy! I mean, I'm leaning Florida because 
Arkansas is six and zero against the spread. Yeah, baby. And when you get a team that's six and zero against the spread, you it, you don't get at, teams don't go undefeated against the spread. So I'm on the other I'm on the other train of thought that once you see teams start to pile up wins against the spread, Vegas wants to say, "Get out of here." We know that people are going to keep betting it. However, this is a weird spot because Florida's a very public team. Florida just had a very high profile win. And so, of any team right now where Arkansas wouldn't get the value they normally get in this sort of teasing situation, what I mean by teasing is, again, when the market is, is when you're 6-0 and against the market, yeah. they take that personally pretty much. And so, if Arkansas played anybody else, they would juice Arkansas up. Arkansas would be expensive. However, like I said, this is Florida. And it's tough to be expensive against a team that just had a national TV win against Georgia by what, whatever it was, uh, 16 so, points, yeah, something like that. Big win. You're right. It could be a letdown spot. I didn't love this game either way. Oh, boy. Come I on, know. Tyler. I can I, I can see it. You're itching right now Arkansas. for a bet board game. Let me pull up Arkansas's schedule You're itching it. I'm itching. I am. Look, they have. I'm not sure they've played an offense quite as powerful as Florida yet, but the defense has been really good. Well, and the SEC is solid. They had a 24-13 win against Tennessee last week. 42-31 at A&M. Yeah. So they scored points against A&M. I think that's what this comes down to is, will they score the points? And Dan Mullen, I mean, I don't think he's going to take his foot off the gas. Like, he's in a spot. Has he ever been here in his career before? Like, how many times has Dan Mullen been to the SEC Championship of Florida? Do we know I that? I think he did. Uh, well, he hasn't done it with Florida, I, I don't think, but he did it once at Mississippi State. Um, he's been in some big games for sure. I mean, he had Mississippi State ranked number two in the country at one point when they had uh, Dak when they had Dak Prescott right. um, he's been in some big but games but here at Florida you know he could maybe see an Florida opportunity went, this went year went to an SEC championship game recently or maybe they haven't gotten past this is the first time they got past Georgia yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. First, time, first time they've gotten past Georgia so 17 points huh 17 and a half it's, it's a half it I is, can't. I can't take it seventeen. Is, and it a half. is seventeen and a half. I can't take that hook. Okay. All right. Whatever. You're seventeen. Chicken. I would consider seventeen and a half. A little too much. Will calls me chicken. I'm is not going to let him bait me into this one. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed that, and hope we got some winners in there. No matter what you guys have, good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Sharp Angle.